Hello, and welcome to another Modest Conversation. Uh, I'm here with Todd Francis, partner, founding partner at Shasta Ventures, and basically an incredible adventurer, um, sportsman, many other things. Well, welcome Appreciate to Modest Conversation. Thanks. I'm fired up. Fired <laughs> up to share some stuff. Great to have you on the, on the program. Yeah. So what's on your mind? Yeah, so the thing that I that's on my mind a lot is um, actually how you build meaningful relationships and great memories with, in particular, kids, but the concept applies to friends and other family and other people you care about. And the reason it's on my mind is it's like it's the one thing we really care about in our life. It, at the end of the day, you know, you've got work, you've got personal life, you've got whatever, but it's the relationships and those experiences and you just think back on what are the great memories of my life. And so I started spending a little bit more time learning about it and doing some research and learning from thousands of other people what's meaningful. And so thought it would be fun to come up and share some learning. Totally. So what have you learned? So I, I got to start out, if you don't mind, with a little background as to why I even went down this path. Yeah. Uh, I was at a conference where it's a user-generated conference, and it was like eight tracks at once, you know, all these tech topics, Facebook versus Twitter. This was a few years ago. And that was actually a question. Now Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, exactly. And I threw in um, this topic. I said, hey, I'll do one on building relationships with your kids. And I didn't expect anybody to show up because there were all these other sessions going on. And I was stunned when the room, it was, it was outdoors, but I'll use the room motif, was totally full. And through this conversation that we had, and it's, it's not like I gave a lecture, but we just had a shared conversation. It was so apparent to me that, A, it's super important to families and parents and, uh, on how their relationship with their kids are. B, people didn't have anybody to talk to and hadn't thought about it. It's not, it's not a topic you'd go up to someone else and say, hey, I'm not getting along with my son or daughter. What are you doing? It's just, it's like you, it's inside of you. And so people were just so happy to be able to talk about it, hear ideas from others on what they were doing to build relationships with their kids. And so that sparked this thought with me, which is, well, this is really important and there is not really another yeah. platform. There's not like a website that just has all the answers. Do you think it's like partially because there's like taboos around that even being a valid or acceptable question to ask? Absolutely. I think that's one. I think like a lot of things in life that are really important, we, I, we actually don't stop and think about it mm -hmm. like we do our work. Like when we go to work, we have our day. Yep. I'm going to get this done through this process. I don't think people stop and say, oh, I want to actually dedicate some time and process to this. Yeah. And that's actually one of the fundamental pieces. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it started with that. And then the more people I talked to, People like I got invited to a, a, a parents club event and started to talk about it. I was like, the more people I talked to, like, whoa, this is an important topic. So I decided it wasn't uh, right for me to be building off my own experiences. I wanted to learn from others. Mm -hmm. So that's when I started doing research and worked with uh, one of the head of or the guy who was head of product at SurveyMonkey. And he gave me access to some teen panels and mm -hmm. recent teen panels and young adults. And we got feedback from literally a thousand people on this topic. So what do we learn back to the process thing is it's a lot of this stuff, by the way, is super uh, obvious once you put it together. But um, I opened my original talk with parenting's not about going to soccer games. And it really pissed off some people. They're like, wait a minute, you're not into sports. I said, no, no, I, I actually am totally into sports. I'm <laughs> like a total a freak about activity like that. 
But it's not where you build relationships with your kids. Like sure. a lot of people, are like, oh, I got to leave work early to go to the soccer game. Yep. Like check the box. Sure. Well, gotta, it's an easy thing to do. It's metric, right? It, exactly. <laughs> like I'm done. I did it. Or got to pick up my daughter from whatever. You know, there's all these things. But what I learned was we spend 98% of our time in an ops mode. You mm-hmm. can call it ops or processing. This is not a negative term at all. It's what yeah. we have to do. Sure. We, we care about our kids going to being in sports and getting tutoring and going to school and going to camp. But as parents, we're kind of the logistics manager. Yeah. And you'll see. You've I, got I, a little I'm guy. Already, I, you know, with, with, a, with a very young son, I'm already figuring out. There's just like, you know, it's, there's, there's a lot of logistics involved in simply like getting them through the day. Yeah. It's like, and that's what you find is that we're spending all of our time doing that. Yeah. But in the research that came back in my own personal experiences... I should point out, I have two boys, um, and we've had some amazing experiences along the way that I've drawn from on this, that our best memories and the research and the, from people across the country in all demographic, all age group, um, in all geographies, you never heard about, oh, I had this great memory of my mom on the sideline at the soccer game. Yeah. Or of the, It's all about these shared experiences. So what sure. I like to draw, and of course you can't do it uh, through audio, but... Think of a triangle, and the bottom base of the triangle is the the ops role, the yep. 98%. That's super important. I call it foundational. Mm-hmm. Like You can't do anything else without that. Very important. But recognize that the special stuff happens above that. And so in the ops role, it's a vertical relationship. Mm-hmm. So what do you mean by that? The parent is usually the superior thought, the superior in the relationship. So just imagine, you pick up your child from school. How was school? Right. Child is actually reporting to the parent. Even <laughs> though you don't want it to be that way, it's, how was yeah. the soccer game? Yeah. The question is, you do 360 reviews. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, you got this, this kind of just vertical nature to a parent-child relationship. Anyway, because every day you're saying, you got to do this, you got to do that, or what about this? So typically, the cool stuff doesn't happen there. The yeah. cool stuff happens. Take that vertical relationship and turn it horizontal and let's say you both go into a new area together you learn a new for me i learned kiteboarding with my younger son together first day neither one of us knew anything about it so all the sensory all the everything all the input was equal to each to both of us and then on our way home we were sharing equally on well hey did what you know did you fall could you get up wind you know what did you do with the kite um, and with my older son, we happen to be kind of an outdoor family. We learned backcountry skiing together. So we took these courses together. Yeah. I wasn't the expert. We learned together. So we had this horizontal experience. And by the way, it doesn't have to be some huge commitment. It could literally be taking Caltrain to San Francisco for yogurt. Or, I mean, you know, yeah. in other words, nobody's the train expert. You yeah. just jump on the train. You have all these experiences. You wander around the city. You grab dinner, have... You ever go to the ballet, whatever. It doesn't have to be heavy-duty stuff, but you change that relationship from I'm the expert yeah. to let's go explore together. You, you gave me, I think, maybe a preview or a hint of this a while ago, and it actually really changed my thinking because, I, you know, we, we have a young son. And I always felt like one of my major educational holes was my, I just don't have a, like, a real music education. Mm. And that's become, for me, this thing. I almost feel like I literally, over the last few years, I was like, oh, should I, like, start learning guitar or piano? I was like, no, 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 I'm going to reserve that That's right? a as a idea. thing, as like a cool area, because I know that I'm going to want my son to learn this stuff, so I figure I might as well reserve that as something to do together. I um, think that's great. You know, that is such a, that's a very thoughtful thing to do. I think you'll love doing it. 
an easy way to think about it is imagine if you are with uh, your best friend who knows this restaurant incredibly well and says, you have to come to my favorite restaurant. Yeah. That's one experience. Whereas what if both of you went to a new restaurant together? Yeah. And you're both like, I don't know what's on the menu. Well, what do you, what do you, let's try three new things. They're, I'm not saying one is necessarily better than the other, but they're very different. Totally. Well, there's, I mean, I think about, you know, even my relationships with friends, I think about like, I'm still, I feel very emotionally close to like my freshman college roommate. Right. It's all new. And it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's not like I lived with them for that long, right? But it doesn't matter because we were like, it was a context where everyone was a kind of equal and figuring it out together. Or, you know, my college roommates after that is I think that you think about the truly important relationships in your life and there is that kind of aspect of figuring things out together. So it, it seems very logical that it would follow yeah. with your kids. It's fresh. And so let, I'd love to share some verbatims. I don't have yeah. the research in front of me, but here's the type of thing we heard back from these, you know, over a thousand people. And I did the research in, in a, a two, I try, try not to get too nerdy on research, but we did both open-ended, mm-hmm. what I call unaided sure. questions. Like, what are your favorite memories with mother, father? How would you spend an afternoon with them if you could? And then we did aided and more quantitative. Like, what did, what did you do growing up? And what are the, your favorite memories growing up? And I feel like memories is the best way to get to this because it's hard to say, did you have a good relationship with your parent? What I really want to try to figure out is what was really a great moment with yeah. your parents? Because I think people can identify that. So what typically happened is the consistency is this, this horizontal experience is a lot of the um, themes were in the outdoors uh, because you're, nobody owns the outdoors. You're mm-hmm. doing things side by side, cooking, board games, a lot of things like that. But uh, it was like when our camper broke down and we played Scrabble or we played some checkers. And then my mom told me about growing up. Mm-hmm. That's the kicker. It was like the activity was one part, but it was actually the vehicle to get to the good stuff. Yeah. And it was, um, here's a really interesting one. When my father's best friend died, we spent a week driving to his house and cleaning out his house. So it wasn't about the cleaning out the house that he loved. It was the drive. And he said, we drove for 45 minutes every day. And I had never talked to my dad before like that. Hmm. I never knew what he went through. Yeah. Like these are like breakthrough moments. And then there's uh, a lot of people talk about cooking. Uh, when we're just side by side cooking together. I mean, you can imagine you're kind of doing the side by side processing stuff. And then it's just easier to kind of let the conversation flow. And so we heard all these great verbatims about uh, this horizontal activities. And then... To the top of the triangle is what I refer to as the breakthrough moments. Mm-hmm. Like you set up the horizontal activities, uh, and we'll talk about kind of how to do that. As as this a fun thing to do, and occasionally you get to the breakthrough. Mm-hmm. I always call it after the first ninety minutes is when the cool stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, okay, let's go for a walk in the park. Okay, that's the walk, and then it's after the walk where you have some extra time that the really interesting conversations happen. And what I found fascinating is that the kids want to learn it. You know, you think, oh, they don't want to really hear from me. No, it's actually, and almost all the really robust feedback was when my mother, when my father opened up about mm-hmm. something, like share, became vulnerable, became, yeah. you know, share something. Those were the moments that were most memorable. I never heard or never saw or read words like four seasons or new car or hotel or all the things we think about or, you know, school or you know, watching me play sports, it, it wasn't all the stuff we spend our time and money on. It was just like being together. Yeah. So you may say, okay, great. That's all fuzzy. What do you do about it? 
Well, I think what you do about it is you just think about it consciously. So on a weekend, what I like to think about is how do you trade a vertical activity for a horizontal one? And you go to your partner uh, and, and like take the kids for some of the time to free up so they can have time together with one of the kids. And then you get some of that time yourself. So you consciously, in our family, what I did, my younger son is a sports nut. He just would play sports all the time. I finally went to him and I said, Brian, I don't need to go to your soccer games on both Saturday and Sunday. So I'm not. I'm taking Sunday off and Taylor, we're going to go mountain bike. We're just going to go for a bike ride. And so that became this tradition where I would go riding with, with my older son and that became this three-hour outing. It was where we shared all the good stuff. Hmm. It literally became Sunday morning jazz on radio on the way over. We'd ride, talk about tons of stuff, come back. And it became this really robust experience for us because we, I, I didn't go to the soccer game. Yeah. And, and it, my soccer player son was totally fine with it. It's <laughs> like, you have to give up. Like, if you just do soccer all day long and you just do lacrosse and you just do piano and tutoring, your whole day, your whole week will be completely consumed. And so you have to proactively say, hey, let's, I'll grab my daughter and let's go. A good example I have is a friend of mine called me up and he said, hey, Todd, I heard you're doing research on this relationship stuff. He said, I, I don't connect with my daughter. I connect with my son over basketball and football. I was like, well, I said, what does your daughter like to do? Oh, she loves this stuff. I don't connect to it. It's dance, ballet. I said, this is so obvious. Ask her what dance or ballet she'd like to go to. Mm-hmm. And he called me back the next week and said, we did it. We, I asked her if she wanted to go to something in the city. We took the train up. We went to the ballet. We had dinner. We went out afterwards. It was amazing. I'd never done anything like that. I said, yeah, that's perfect. Like you were learning from her instead of the other way around. And so if you just proactively like find some windows and switch how you're going to spend your time, you get into the, you get a higher chance of having these experiences. Yeah. And, and the last thing I'll say, and then we'll just open it up is you can apply this to friends. You can apply this to your parents. Like if you, I always believe your, your best friends, I bet you've traveled with, or you've had some unique experience that didn't go perfectly. Totally. Right. Something breaks down, some crazy chaos happens. Those are your, those are the people you've had the deepest bond with. And then with your own parents, they're dying for that call. Yeah. They're dying for that. Like if you think about just reaching out and uh, whether it's a phone call or saying, Hey, let's come out and spend the weekend with us and I'll show you, you know, let's go do something together. Yeah. It can, it applies all the way around. It's not just from a parent to a child. No, I believe that it's an interesting thing. I mean, I, I, this Again, to your point about it being kind of obvious, but also resonant and important to think about. I mean, I, I think about all of my closest friends, and you have those bonding, crazy experiences right. that make them your closest friends. Like, you've kind of been through shit with them, right? Yeah. Like, either that you created for fun on your own, or in a work context, or things like that. And it's interesting, because when things go almost too well, or you have too much of a routine, there isn't the same space for that weirdness that right. creates different experiences and bonds and, and things like that. Um it's interesting though. How do you like, I mean, I'm actually curious kind of thing about with like parents, like that's an interesting, you know, way to flip it around. Like with like, as an adult with parents, like give me some, do you have any thoughts or examples on like how to create those types of things? The thing that I've experienced is like in some ways my mother, um, which I guess I'll talk about and she'll hear about us now, but like, she's yeah. like too competent, right? Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's hard to create, you know, she has, and I mean, it's in a great way. She has like her routines and the things she does and like, you know, the things she likes. So it's like hard to create totally weird situations. You don't. 
<laughs> so I don't know your mom, but my guess is she has interests and passions. Absolutely. And my guess is she would love to spend more time with you. <laughs> Fair right? enough. And she's waiting. Although I think she now is more into her grandson than me. But that's well, that's well, it's all connected. But she's <laughs> waiting for the window, and they're trying to like hold back and not like completely hover over you all the time, yeah. but dying to spend more time. And so if you're just to say, well, I, you know, let's say I'm making this up. She's into yoga. I'm who knows. And there's some event she would have has always wanted to go to. And he's, hey, would you like to go do that thing in New Mexico next weekend? And just the two of us, I think, be mind blowing. So it doesn't have to be a crazy thing, but it'd be like, whoa, this is amazing. Let's yeah, go do this together. Something out there. And oh, by the way, in the research over and over again, the words were when I had time with my mother or father and some of the respondents literally said i love my brothers and sisters but my best memory was actually when i got to spend solo time so that it's just normal social dynamics yeah connecting one-on-one with something or so back to your mom it could literally be she comes out to visit your son and uh but you grab her for an hour and a half and you go for a hike in the presidio yeah who knows what might come out? You know, some crazy stories about your dad when he was younger. Who knows? I mean, yeah, I share totally. something. And then all of a sudden, you're, I know with my mom, she loves to sail. Yeah. And uh, she's uh, in great shape. She's, what is she? I don't know, 89 years old or something. But so every year we're out in Wisconsin, it's like, let's go sailing in the laser. There's a little boat that's kind yeah, of no, actually, And we tip we it have, over and everything. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but that's what she loves to do. Yeah. And so we try to make a real effort. and Totally. Uh, not just for her benefit, but for everybody's. And so yeah. I think just thinking proactively about things like that. Fair enough. Can be, uh, can be really rewarding all the way around. So I think the net of it for me when I, bought, when I sit back is like, is thinking proactively about how to create these situations. Uh, in our household, it's been a lot of backpacking, camping types of experiences, you know, maybe skiing on the weekends or whatever, where stuff just always goes, you know, it's either an awesome experience or it goes haywire and you have to deal with it. And yeah. those are really memorable. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think it changes? I mean, you now have both of your kids are in college or out of yeah. college. Has that changed having them not in the house, how you approach some of these things? Or is it basically the same thing? Oh, I think it totally changes. Yeah. Because in the house, just think back to it, you're in that vertical relationship all the time. Right. So you're kind of done with the vertical relationship. <laughs> you're, not quite. You're more delicate around it. You're more respectful. Got it. Right? Of it. Um, and and you have to be, because you're with them all the time when they're younger, You're they're going to do this the trips with you. Yeah. And so now... What we try to do, because one's working, one's in school, they don't have a lot of time, is we try to think about what would we like to do together. Yeah. And and try to find those opportunities to spend time together. And, yeah, so we, we talk really openly about, like, what do we want to do? What, you know, what would be really great to do for us together versus what you can do on your own? Yeah. I've always said with them, we're fine supporting gear and adventure, but everything else is on your own. Because it's all about experiences instead of stuff. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, that makes total sense. So do you have a next a next thing you're excited to do with your boys or your wife or someone? Like, what's the next adventure? Yeah, well, I, I think our favorite thing, uh, and it probably wraps all this stuff up into one, is is our backpacking trips. Like, yeah. I think my best memories of my life have been backpacking trips in the Sierra. And uh, why? Because we're totally away from all the social signals. Yep. You're totally, you're not connected at all. There's yep. no distractions. As I said before, nobody owns the outdoors, and we love the exploring. And we've also had crazy stuff happen on these things. I mean, 
we could write stories about some of the things. We've had really crazy things happen, and it does make The you, epics matter. It makes you tighter. I mean, <laughs> whether it's bears or horses that, you know, you know, dying on our trip or, you know, crazy stuff. Uh, and then these things come together. And so those are the things I think the most about and want to do... Uh, want to do more with them. Well, I will say my favorite experience talking about hiking or thinking backpacking with that is I'll never forget of many great experiences with my younger brother, um, who's a wild man in his own way, was I will never forget when he threw up in my boot while we were backpacking <laughs> yeah. in Bhutan. <laughs> in days. Yeah, like, exactly. I actually don't, I don't grudge it, I don't grudge him on it, but that yeah. was truly, that was yeah, the exactly. greatest you remember that and probably not the hotel you stayed at the day, you know. No day idea, before. but I remember I remember the bottom yeah. of the boot. So thank you, Danny. Yeah. Yeah. That was an epic. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, thanks for coming and sharing yeah. your, your thoughts. This is, I don't know, it's a great thing to think about. And I don't know, as you said, it seems kind of somewhat obvious, but I think to your point at the same time, it's great to have the rigor around it and yeah. also like kind of the, the thought top of mind to like, to actually like treat it as something to go after as opposed to something that just happens, right? Because you can create these moments. They're not, you don't you have can. to, you can manufacture them on the margin. You absolutely uh, can. Yeah. Seems like a good thing to do. Awesome. Right. Well, thanks. Thanks yeah, for man. letting me share it. Super fun. Good, good. Good stuff.